Welcome to Creek Over Coffee. I'm your host, Keith Harrison, and each episode I speak to a fellow teacher from Cherry Creek High School in Colorado about their classroom strategies and experiences. Today we have Kim Schumann-Smith from the Math Department. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. How are things going with you? Um, well, uh, I just got back from a great camping trip, so my spirits are lifted. Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's a challenging year, so it Definitely. feels good to, you know, come back fresh and ready to tackle all the challenges. But, yeah. Yep. Um, can you tell us what you teach? Um, I teach accelerated CP geometry and accelerated CP algebra two. Um, we have three levels of math, so it's like the middle uh, track. Okay, cool. And how's the how's the new schedule going for you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a puzzle in my head all the time because I've got my tracks off, yeah. you know. By so I I want the in person experience to be the same for mm-hmm. all the kids. So what I do with the red cohort, you know, Monday Tuesday is the same or Tuesday Wednesday <laughs> is the same as what I do with the blue cohort Wednesday Friday. So there's this always constant rotating uh-huh. puzzle in my brain, um, which is okay. Yeah. And keeping track of the, the week number I find is hard because then online is like the following week, but it's actually the same week as the lessons that are in person yeah. the previous week. So yes. Yeah. And, and, and I feel for the students with this because if it's that complicated for us, and I mean, we can wrap our heads around it, but if it's that complicated for us and they have five or six different teachers mm-hmm. who have found something that works for their brains, you know, the, the kids still have to figure it all out and manage all of those and... It's hard. I definitely, I definitely feel feel for all of us. It's hard yeah. for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so a general question that, that I sort of try to get from everyone, um, what is something that you feel is kind of unique to your class that you're proud of, that you do with your students, that, that you feel kind of belongs to you? Oh. Um, <clears throat> I really like doing a thought of the day, and it usually doesn't have anything to do with math. <laughs> um, and, and I mean, that's not terribly unique, you know, some teachers put quotes on the board, but sometimes mine are silly and, and oftentimes it'll open up conversations in the class and in a math classroom, we don't always get to have like get to know you moments mm-hmm. because we're just talking about math. <laughs> and so I think that that kind of serves that purpose, which is nice. Um, and that might be quite important, especially now when we're only seeing our students twice a week, right? Yeah. To, to solidify those bonds. I agree. I, yeah, I think this year I've spent more time at the beginning of the school year doing kind of getting to know you things because we don't know when we will be not in person, you know? And so I think that that is so important right now to make sure that the students know each other and can work together. Like I did a rotating gallery walk today in class where they partnered up or, you know, small grouped up depending on the size of the cohort. And they were talking to each other about the math and they were, you know, getting to know each other. And um, so I think that trying to do little things like that along the way. Especially in a class, presumably like math, that doesn't have a whole lot of labs necessarily where they're, they're working on equipment in groups. Yes. I find, yes, and I do think that that's one of the challenges about our curriculum, or just like about our subject matter, and 
while while it could, we could absolutely have math classes that are completely project based. That is a giant paradigm shift, mm. um, and so I think that that is something that maybe can I've, I've I've tried to work that into geometry a little bit more because it it fits <laughs> in geometry right. a, a little bit better. But um, you know, doing a wholesale flip to a project based math class is like major, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so one issue that, that, that often comes up for me in math is the, and, and does in physics too, actually, is the, the concept of confidence. And I always remember my mom telling me she had, and hi mom if you're listening, um, she had a teacher when she was in high school, I think, that, that point blank said to her, you'll never be good at math. Oh. And I think there's so many people with stories like that. So what, what, what do you do in the classroom to kind of boost students' confidence? Oh my gosh, I love this question. I just got goosebumps all over my body. Okay, so um, I think that this is so important because I, I, when I meet my students, I know that they are really just taking this class because they have to. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't choose this class. Um, and so um, I, I look at it as sort of a personal challenge to try to change their perspective about math and see it as a, a pattern or a set of patterns, find some beauty in it. And yes, there's some mundane aspects of just like, okay, here's the problem I have to solve. And these are the steps that I go through to solve it. But what does it mean? You know, where does it connect in life? And I think if you can get that spark for them, then they can at least, you know, f- feel like, okay, I'm in this, maybe I will learn something, <laughs> you know? Um, so yeah, I think building their confidence and just reminding them that it's not, it's not just, did you get this problem right? But do you see the connections between this and something else? And so like, I, you know, m- my classes are mostly freshman, sophomore, junior level classes, but I love to throw in like, hey guys, when you get to calculus, if you get to calculus, this thing we're talking about with slope is really closely related to, to calculus, you know? And, um, or if we're talking about quadratics, I'll kind of drop in that higher level math in, in, a, in, a, in a casual way so that they almost like water cooler talk, like maybe they can talk and say that they know something about calculus. And also, and also that's, that's a way to get them excited about what's coming up rather than be daunted by it, I guess. As well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to see that like stuff they're already learning is, is building a foundation for them to go further in math. You know? And what about relevance? Is that like tying it to everyday life? Is that something that's important to you as well? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it was kind of a joke in the spring when um, we were dealing with COVID because it was right during our unit about exponential growth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the amount of memes going through the math department, like text threads was kind of ridiculous. Like how many times have you looked at this exponential growth graph? Like, (laughs) so yes, you know, we're always trying to look for ways that we can, you know, especially in geometry, it's really abstract. I would love to be able to use a little bit more 3D modeling, you know, to talk about things like coplanar, you know, because these kids watch video games and are in this like digitized world all the time. And I feel like if they, they, they understand coplanar, like already inherently, they just need to link it to the vocabulary word and see it, you know, in the context of math. <laughs> like, are, are there any tools like digital tools that you, you use to help with that? Um, I'm st- 
As far as 3D modeling goes, not so much. I mean, you showed me, what was it? GeoGebra. GeoGebra. Yeah, yeah really that was some good. pretty powerful stuff. Um, I've used Desmos a lot, which I really love. Um, it's got some great illustrative um, uh, concepts. Like it can graph for you, but it also has these built-in ways to like put sliders in. So if you're transforming functions, you can watch the function get skinnier or fatter or stretched or move up or down just by moving a slider. So I find that to be really uh, efficient to yeah. get the point across. So. Awesome. So a related question, and, and this has to do with more kind of online learning. Math with all of its unusual symbols is easy to write, but it's not so easy to, to submit something electronically. So how are you handling like homework assignments and things online with that? Yeah. So um, right now I've taught them all how to take like pictures and use like an app, like a scanner app to take pictures of their homework and save it as a PDF. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it might be the most important thing I teach them this year is <laughs> how, how to take like four pictures and put it into one PDF, <laughs> you know? So, so right now they're turning in their work. So then I'm seeing their handwriting. Um, but yeah, when we're creating like online quizzes, we definitely have to use like an equation editor. And we've come to find that different programs have different like equation editing capabilities and some are better than others. And Do you teach your students LaTeX? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am using it. <laughs> I, I've, so I've noticed that, I don't know if you've tried the new assessment on, um, tool on Schoology. Because uh -huh. the equation editor on that is way better than in tests it's and quizzes. It's definitely way better. Yeah. And, but, and also students can attach files to individual questions as well. Which is ooh, nice. yeah. I love that. Yeah. So like uh, that's how they could turn in their work. You know, like right. do yeah. this problem on a sheet of paper and upload yeah. your work. Oh, they're going to hate me if I do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think there's something like 15 or 16 different types of questions you can put in an assessment. And yeah. I just realized this and so I'm doing it with quizzes for physics as well because, uh, again, the, the math is hard to do on a computer. Yeah. I, I have found that shifting to sort of a, a, a multiple choice based question answer situation um, really challenges the way that we do our problems in math, because I think traditionally we have not had multiple choice um, questions because we want to see their work. We want to see the steps. We want to see that they can get through some of the tricky algebra along the way. And, and that way we can give partial credit, you know, because usually a step might have five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> or a problem might have five, six, seven, eight steps. Um, and in a multiple choice question, I'm finding that I have to ask it different ways to get at the content. Whereas before it might've just built, been built into question five. Does, right. Am I making yeah, any yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm learning that I have to ask different questions. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. so to kind of head towards wrapping up, what, what do you see as the things that you want your students to kind of leave your class with? And, and maybe like to benefit from, say, like a year from now or five years from now? I want them to trust that they can persevere through a problem and, um, and kind of give it a go before shouting out and asking for help. Um, so I, that goes back to that whole confidence thing. Like I want them to believe that they can try it. And, um, 
And then if they get stuck, there's usually somebody there that can help. Um, so yeah, I think that that's, that's a big part of it. And, and also just the concept of recognizing, you know, patterns and recognizing, um, uh, trends of things, um, because really that's what math does, right? It sort of describes it and explains why. Um, and, and so, yeah, you know, the appreciation of that is, is something I would like them to have. Yeah. Makes me think of three, three blue, one brown. Have you heard of that YouTuber? No. Oh, you should look up his videos. Okay. In- incredible. He has a beautiful way of visualizing certain mathematical concepts. And he, he, he actually, I think, wrote from scratch this, this code that can visualize things himself. It's pretty hard to, to use, but it, but he, his videos are incredible. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Cool. Well, thanks, Kim. Yeah, thank Appreciate you. <laughs>